welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a absolutely wonderful day today. And I saw something very strange last night, and it continued to go on through the evening. And uh, anybody saw this? There was a giant, basically, shutdown and partial purge on YouTube last night. Uh, the whole thing crashed worldwide, apparently, but in the United States, it was longer than basically any other country. Uh, it just crashed. People couldn't get on. They couldn't watch videos. Nothing was working. And now I've been getting reports today that a lot of videos have either been disabled or completely disappeared off YouTube. Um, so I don't know. I'm still trying to verify all that. I know the YouTube went down. I saw that personally. But what's strange about it is, if anybody knows, YouTube handles literally over 2 billion logged in users every month. These guys got servers on servers on servers on backup servers on backup servers on backup servers. YouTube doesn't go down. I mean, that's the, you can count in one hand how many times this has ever happened. So I find it very strange with everything that's going on with this election fraud that that happened last night because as we're starting to see now, the dark hand, I guess you could say, behind the scene, behind the curtain, is starting to reveal what the plans are. As we've been calling this for months, it's blatantly starting to come out now, and most people are oblivious. Last night, Ticketmaster, you guys know Ticketmaster.com, like the Ticketmaster, they handle like 70 to 80% of all concerts, games, everything. I mean, it's, it's Ticketmaster. They have now announced that very soon, when they reopen a lot of concerts and games, they will be requiring customers to provide either a negative COVID test result or proof that they have obtained a COVID vaccination prior to attending a concert or event through the platform. The company said users will be able to present a negative COVID-19 test via a digital health pass in order to gain access to the concert as well. Now, what's interesting about this is I've had multiple people send me this, and one lady said this. She goes, what's interesting, she goes, they're already telling us that you're going to have to have a COVID-19 vaccine to go to these events, and the COVID-19 vaccine has not, any of them, none of them, had been formally approved by the FDA yet whatsoever. She goes, I find that very odd. I said, yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's, it shows you that they're already getting planned. Now, why are they giving you the two options, the COVID negative test and the vaccination option? Well, it's very simple. A, they want to get as many people tested as possible. The more people that test, the higher probability of positive test. As we know, the PCR test is like 60% accurate at best. So vast majority of people that are getting these tests that are testing negative don't really even have COVID. And some people don't have anything and they're still testing negative or testing positive for COVID. This continues to push the narrative and the algorithm up. So many cases, so many cases, so many cases. You've got to get tested if you want to go anywhere. You've got to test negative. So they're continuing to do that. On top of that as well, I've already warned everybody about this COVID test that everybody seems to be okay with now, is that it collects your DNA. They do a full nasal swab of you, and then that nasal swab is basically secured with your name, your information, your contact, everything for COVID trace tracking. So that information is stored after they test to see if it's negative or positive. Now, people argue and they say, oh, they're not tracking all that. Really, guys? 
that 23andMe didn't do a $5 billion contract with a pharmaceutical company to sell them your DNA. They don't sell DNA. Guys, this is what they love is DNA and tracking. So Ticketmaster, unfortunately, this I think is going to massively hurt revenue. However, more people as they want to try to acquire a level of normality again are going to slowly start accepting this. And then what's going to happen is the COVID-19 test, even being negative, is not going to be good enough anymore. They're rolling this in together so they can drop off the testing next year. And then they can say, guess what? The testing just isn't as accurate as we want it to be. You just have to have a vaccine. Once you get your vaccine and your COVID pass, you can pretty much do anything you want. Example as well, now air travelers to Canada are now forced to submit COVID info online before they're even allowed to enter the country or they face a $1,000 fine. They said they require information including travel to and from, all contact information, quarantine plan, and COVID-19 symptom self-assessment. That is just to get into the country of Canada now. So this is something that is going to start progressing further and further as we've warned about. They have to continue to push the narrative of COVID. This is why you've seen now majority of people that take vitamin C and D3, even if they've contracted it, are perfectly healthy and they recover within a few days. The narrative is collapsing, so they have to double down now and stand where they are and say, nope, 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 COVID, 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 everything's COVID. We have to do this. You've got Biden even now coming out now. He has his advisory, COVID-19 advisory board plan that has come out now, and they're going out and they're saying, um, yeah, well, we're going to have to do at least a four to six week lockdown, nationwide lockdown again to get a handle on COVID. And, and, we will take, we'll borrow money and sign a bill that will pay people while they shut down their business. What they're getting ready to do and what they're trying to do is the basic income, the basic income uh, plan is what they, they've talked this about for years. So what they want to get everybody used to doing is getting a check from the government. This is why they did their first beta test with a $1,200 check if you made less than $75,000 a year. The basic income plan essentially allows a socialist government to come in and control everybody by giving everybody free money. This is what, I mean, it's, it's blatant socialism. This is what they're trying to do with the lockdowns, and they will continue to do so. And I saw a video last night, and it was very troubling. It was another one from Biden. Somebody took a clip from us. I didn't even watch it. And it was a photo of him talking. He had the flags on each side, and it said, Office of the President-Elect COVID-19 Briefing. They put this online. Now, this is literally as far left propaganda and conditioning you can make it. I mean, this is textbook propaganda. First off, there is no office of a president-elect. That's a completely and totally made-up term. That doesn't even exist. And there is no COVID-19 briefing. This is a man's opinion who has not even been situated as the president-elect by the Electoral College. Period. What this is called, I looked it up, it's called irrigation, A-R-R-O-G-A-T-I-O-N. This is what's used heavily in propaganda, and they've used this in numerous wars and numerous regimes, especially in the Soviet Union. It's designed to make you think somebody has authority when they have zero authority by putting up terms, phrases, and titles that are completely and totally made up. They do not exist. There is no office of the president-elect. There's no such term. 
that even exist anywhere in the United States Constitution or Bill of Rights or any law that says there's an office of the president-elect. So when I saw this yesterday and they popped up with Biden like he's a babbling buffoon again, can barely talk, and they put up office of the president-elect COVID-19 briefing, I went, wow, the CIA is at it full tilt right now with the furthest, most aggressive propaganda they can push out right now to try to convince people this is happening right now in the middle of a full-blown election fraud that we have ever seen before in this country. Absolutely wild, Dad. What do you think? Oh, wow, you just covered a lot of topics. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I was taking notes while you were talking so I can go back and address I, I each of these. came in hot this morning. <laughs> Man, uh, okay. Drudge. Completely and totally Zionist, Kabbalist, gay propaganda. All right, front page basically says record hospitalizations lie, virus out of control. Now I'm adding the lie. This is what it says: record hospitalization. That's a lie. Virus out of control. That's a lie. Casual life fuels surge. Still no peak. Lie. Can anything stop it? That's a lie. COVID honesty dilemma for workers. Model predicts 400,000 dead in three months by February. Completely and total lies. Then above this is all the lies about the president-elect, which, by the way, until the electoral college meets, <laughs> just a newsflash, Donald Trump's president. There is no president-elect, and there's no office of the president-elect office. 100% right. This is all a bunch of garbage is what it is. It's, it's gaslighting and that fancy new word that Austin came up with that I've never heard of. All of this stuff is happening right now as we speak. Now, it's so funny. One of the top Q people out there, I'm not going to mention any names because I really like this guy. He basically has been so gaslighted he believes everything. I mean, all of it. And, and this morning, you know, I told him, I sent him, I sent a, uh, a couple of d d emails to him. Basically, one of them said, uh, you know, the PR exec who destroyed a rack of masks in a viral video was writing a memoir. And she was also a big Q believer. And then he sent this back to me. He goes, and I have no idea what this even means. There's a ton of repentance going on right now, especially the groups that I'm involved with, with Q. The article that is coming out by the fake news or concerted effort to discredit Q and the movement of the Patriots taking back this country. And I, I, I texted him up and I said, okay, well, like I told you when I met you, you know, several years ago, I, I hope you're right. Of course, I don't think he is, but, you know, this is just what it is. I believe the Q things are complete and total psyop by the CIA. And I said, then he said to me, this is so funny. And I started laughing out loud when he said this. He goes, he says to me, one must have faith, grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> this is from David Carradine and the TV show Kung Fu back from the 70s and gave David Carradine who died from basically auto asphyxiation erotic asphyxiation hanging by his throat and his genitalia by in a closet in Thailand it was called grasshopper and so that term when people are trying to learn things and they're sitting before a wise and mighty sage you know they used to call them grasshopper in that TV show so he goes one must have faith, grasshopper. <laughs> I just—I gave him an LOL with like five laughing, hysterical faces, and I said to him, "I said, is there still a Q active post since the election?" He goes, "No, they've been posted in a while." <laughs> and, you know, they haven't any posts since the election. And then he goes on to say, "That's all part of the left psychop." The women, 
the left psychop is that they're not posting Q. Wait a minute, I thought Q was not a psychop. And he goes, Q warned it was coming and all assets from the left would be deployed. They were right again. And again, it's just one lie after another, after another, after another. I mean, the, the Daily Mail, I mean, has actually come out now and said that Q Annan falls silent. Online posts, I should say, from Citicorp and from Rothschilds, from the mysterious leader Q predicted a landslide for Trump, grind to a halt in wake of Biden's win, leaving the followers' faith in conspiracy theories shaken. Woo! Okay. You know, this is so ridiculous. Now, and I, and I, I've, I've warned you guys for years that Q was fake. Fake. Just total fake. It's a psych up that was actually shown to be from the CIA as posted again on our website and through Citicorp. You know, it claims that Trump, which he's not, by the way, is secretly battling a cabal of child sex predators that includes prominent Democrats, Hollywood elites, and deep state allies. And here, what they do here again, they discredit that because they're saying that as if that's a hoax. Now, Trump's not battling any of this. That's just a fact. I mean, he's probably part of it. To be honest with you, he's friends with Jeffrey Epstein, too. And he's not doing anything. They're saying now that, you know, Steve Penichek was back on again. Now, I'm going to stop for one second with Penichek, and I'm going I'm to cross-collateralize these two little stories here. Steve Penichek basically got 4 million views the other day when he was on talking about the watermarks on the ballots. All right? Total psychop. And so he comes on another show today and says, oh, I've been accused of being CIA. Well, you are. And he goes, I'm not CIA. Yes, you are. You've told us you were CIA. You helped overthrow governments. I mean, you, you've told us you were. But now, again, he comes in with these never-ending lies. He spews all of these lies that Trump's going to fire this guy, and Trump's firing that guy, CIA director's getting fired, all these people are getting fired. Remember, he's the same guy who told us last weekend there are going to be mass arrests because of the watermarks and the ballots all over the country. And I reported this week that the, in, the federal government doesn't print the ballots, the states do. So you'd have to have all 50 attorney generals from all states agree to put ballots out there that are going to be used to entrap somebody. It didn't happen. They can't even get along in Washington on who gets used the bathroom first, much less what they're going to do with, the, you know, with these many ballots. It's so stupid. And they want to put men and women in the same bathroom. A bunch of weirdos, okay? They can't re- they can't agree on anything up there. It's ridiculous. We have a completely failed government in Washington, D.C. because it has been infiltrated by dual nationalists. That's the problem with the whole thing. We've talked about this repeatedly, and, of course, I'm the only one who ever mentions that, too. Then the guy who's interviewing him says, that says well, this patient goes, well, the biggest problem I have and the most disappointed I have is that the churches haven't come forward. Now, remember, Pinochet's a Jew psychiatrist. But he's talking about Christian churches now. If the churches haven't come forward and spoken out against this, and then the host goes, well, that's all because of the Rothschild Rockefeller ecumenical movement. And I went, oh, come on. What a crock. The Rothschild Rockefeller ecumenical movement started back in the 60s. Actually, probably in the 50s. And they were trying to bring all the different denominations together under a one banner of Christianity. That's what it was for. I knew a guy who was heavily involved in this back in the 70s and 80s. His name was Paul. He was from Indianapolis. I'm not going to give you his last name because, quite frankly, I don't remember it because it was 40 years ago. But I remember his first name and I remember where he lived because I actually went up to his home and we visited him. And the reason I know him is because of my ex-wife. She basically, he was friends with her father, who was a psychologist, who basically they were buddies. All right, but. The- whole thing, well, you don't need to know all that stuff. This is, that's erroneous, erroneous information. You guys don't need to forget I just said that. But the point is this. We ended up basically, I started, I ended up doing a bunch of studying on the ecumenical movement. And, and sure enough, it was probably Rothschild, Rockefeller, slash 
Kabbalist funded. Well, it didn't go very many. It didn't go very far. The reason the churches have not gotten involved is because of the rapture theology being promoted from the Schofield Bible, pushed through Samuel Untermeyer, Kabbalist and Zionist, into the Oxford Press, same guy who blackmailed the syphilis-infested Woodrow Wilson, the same guy who in 1933, Samuel Untermeyer, who declared war on Germany on WABC in New York. This is exactly the same guys that are doing all of this. It has The ecumenical movement fizzled out. It really did. Now, the Catholics have basically been hosed over because of what happened in the 60s when they basically changed what they were doing in the Catholic churches, and then all of a sudden these secret societies, including Masonic lodges, moved into the Catholic churches, and the Vatican Bank started being used in the 40s and the 50s to launder drug money. All of this stuff happened, too. But I'm not going to go into detail with that right now. But the point is, it's not... Anything with the Rockefeller Rothschild ecumenical movement. It's to deal with Zionism. But of course, this show host won't talk about Zionism because this show host won't talk about Israel. This show host won't talk about the Third Temple and he won't talk about the Antichrist. Nor will he talk about the Federal Reserve Bank running the currency of the United States being controlled by the Rothschilds out of Israel. He won't talk about any of this because that all makes too much sense. It's always, the globalists, the globalists are upon us, the globalists. No, it's the Kabbalists that are upon us. They control the oligarchies. They control all the major corporations. They control all the media. They control what's left of Hollywood, which they pretty much destroyed that themselves. They've controlled all of this stuff for decades upon decades upon decades, including the money printing in the United States for over 100 years. They're the ones that run the world. They're the ones that control the CIA. And the CIA has been for a long, long time a satanic organization. These have witches. I mean, witches. I mean, like full-blown satanic Kabbalist witches on staff with the CIA. And they probably still do. They're the ones who were involved in the MK Ultra mind control experiments. They're the MK Ultra mind control experiments. The reason it's called MK for the new listeners. Controls is spelt with a C. Except in German, control is spelled with a K. So it's MK Ultra. Where did it come from? It came from the concentration camps in Germany during World War II. Mein Controller. And all of our Operation Paperclip boys and girls who came over, many of them hardcore Nazis, many of them hardcore Satanists, just a newsflash, who were involved in torturing people and doing all kinds of medical experiments in these concentration camps. By the way, that stuff is true because the records are still there for that. They basically were brought into the United States to continue their research with the CIA. Of course, of course, it was the OSS that it became the CIA after the war was over with, when they started collaborating with Nazi generals and Nazi groups in Germany and in, you know, in, in uh, through Operation Gladio in Europe to cause all type of terrorist attacks for the quote the communists all over Europe which was then expanded into Operation Condor in South America, and all of this was being controlled by the international Kabbalist organizations via the CIA. All of this stuff, and this is what gave us the drugs coming out of Southeast Asia, because they remember they interviewed Chiang Kai-shek in the 40s, and they wanted to know what in the world and how in the world did he have a million-man standing army, and he says, well, I sell poppy, opium, heroin to the masses, and it funds our facilities. Well, our CIA went, you know, brain flash, let's, let us do that and start selling drugs because if people are going to use drugs anyhow, we might as well make the money from it. That's why all the money 
and all the drugs were being funneled through Southeast Asia and being grown there. That's what caused the Vietnam War because of the fight over the control of the poppy fields. Just thought I'd mention some history to you guys. And then we so messed up the Ho Chi Minh Trail with our geoengineering and flooding everything over there. It was no longer conducive to poppy. We moved it to Afghanistan in the late 60s, early 70s. And that's why the Vietnam War ended because we had moved the poppy fields. That doesn't do with Richard Nixon. He's another career criminal. And then what ended up happening is we had massive poppy growth and massive heroin distribution to fund $1.5 trillion in black ops for decades. And then what ended up happening is the Taliban came in to Afghanistan. They started burning the fields, said it's against our law, against our religion, against the Muslim religion to basically have these drugs that are destroying our population. So we got rid of it. Well, then we had to have 9-11 to go into Afghanistan to reestablish the poppy fields, which were put in about 500 square miles of poppy. And now under Donald Trump, it's gone from 500 square miles to 1,000 square miles of poppy. All of this stuff is being run through organized crime. And so we have to understand the only way you can get organized crime to work properly is you have to have a funnel for the money that is coming in from the drugs. And the only way you can funnel the money is you have to have banks that are willing to launder the money. Otherwise, having piles and piles and piles of cash buried in the bank. But don't do a lot of good. Watch the movie America Made with Tom Cruise. You'll see that. You'll see that they had money buried everywhere, and they couldn't deposit it quickly enough. They opened up all these banks. They still couldn't launder it fast enough. When you have trillions of dollars coming in, that's a lot of cash. And you got to have the international bankers, who are the cabalists, who run the international monetary system out of Basel, Switzerland, control the money supply. It used to be through the Vatican Bank only in the beginning. It got so doggone big, they couldn't do it. They had to start running all these international banks to launder the money supply. This is what we live in. So when you hear that we have a Q group that believes that, you know, that, you know, we have a person in the White House who's giving all this information out, who suddenly goes silent after Donald Trump basically is hosed over on this election. He was hosed over, by the way. But I personally believe that Donald Trump is still going to win. You know, unless complete and total voter fraud, which is very possible because of Barr being so compromised because of what he did in Ruby Ridge, unless we have complete and total fraud. And it's like I said yesterday, if Biden wins, we're going to have a faster slide into communism because they're going to shut the whole country down because of this fake COVID epidemic. COVID's real. The epidemic's not. If Trump wins, he's already told us we got an Operation Warp Speed going on. He already told us that. And that he's going to have the military and others, we still don't know who the others are, to basically run around vaccinating everybody with a chest full of vaccines that are 100 degrees below zero. Good luck with all that. And all of this stuff is still happening. He still wants red flag gun laws. He just doesn't talk about them anymore. This is Donald Trump, all the stuff that he's done. All of the Goldman Sachs people he's put into power. All of the compromised people he's put, Haspel, CIA director, he put in. She was like involved in torturing people. She actually likes it. She likes to torture people. But he, now she's head of CIA. I mean, unbelievable. Donald Trump did all of this stuff. Let us not forget Gottlieb, who went into the FDA, who was with GlaxoSmithKline, who was a big vaccine pusher. Trump did all of this stuff. We, we always pretend, like, oh, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he did. He did a lot of stuff wrong. He did a few things right. But this is all being used for the yin and the yang to basically come in and try to force us into different camps. Oh, you got the Republicans. Oh, you got the Democrats. Oh, you got those weirdo libertarians. They're over there. And oh, we got all of this stuff going on right now. And Donald Trump has been basically 
done wrong because the election was taken from him. We've got 70 million patriots, a lot of them Q followers, who are so angry right now they want to bear arms against the United States, which I advise you not to do because that's what they want. Then we've got all the Democrats that have already bared arms against the people of the United States and burned all kinds of cities down in the last six, eight months. Who, by the way, never wear masks when they riot, which I thought I'd mention that to you. Or maybe every once in a while when they're going into the store to vandalize things, they can't be basically identified by cameras and they'll wear their masks. But the point is this. All of this stuff is being used to confuse the masses. And then we have YouTube go out last night. What probably happened is they probably connected YouTube to the AI. Just giving you guys a heads up. To basically scan YouTube for all the videos that need to be taken down, which had content that wasn't approved. That's probably what happened with YouTube last night. I was watching a video last night on YouTube, and I tried to send it out to two or three of you guys, and I went back to click on it. It was gone. It didn't exist. Could not be found. Whatever. I'm like, what the heck? Luckily, the guy had it embedded in his own website. I was, I was able to pull that up fine. And I thought, well, here they go again. Because once they get the AI fully engaged, you know, and remember, this is all being run through Tel Aviv. Once they get the AI fully engaged, it's going to come in and it's going to go through YouTube. It's going to go through all of these different things so quickly that it's going to censor stuff faster than you can possibly imagine. It's going to be just within a couple of days, all of the alt news stuff on YouTube will be gone. That's what's going to happen when they really fully engage AI. Now, the again, why did Steve Panacek get 4 million views? That means all of the search engines were directed at that video. I'm just letting you guys have a little of a heads up here. You don't get 4 million views unless all of the search engines are pointing at you. Then you get 4 million views. Now, if you don't have 4 million, now, now every once in a while back in the old days, you could do that if you, if you had a really good show. But the majority of the people now are being so censored and so shadow banned, you don't get that. But all of a sudden, all this stuff, you know, again, they don't have watermarks on the ballots. It's a complete and total lie. Steve Patenik has completely and totally disqualified himself from ever being. Remember, we're going to have massive arrests, massive arrests starting tomorrow. Okay, whatever. Just shut up and go away. Him and his weird pictures. It was his weird pictures behind him when he speaks. It's the weirdest things. I mean, he must rotate his art just so he can have weird stuff hanging behind him all the time. And all that is subliminal because it's dealing with imagery. And it's dealing with all kinds of other things that are in those pictures that you can't see consciously, but your subconscious is picking up. I mean, gosh, guys, got some sicko art. But the point is, guys, we have to understand that the people that are telling you the truth about the Third Temple, Zionism, the Kabbalah, the Schofield Bible, you know, what's really going on with dual citizens in Congress, and all of us who are doing this, which are only a few of us left, this is the only theory that makes any sense. You know, when I talk to you about the Earth and the organism and, the, and the, basically the entire universe being an energy field, and I explain to you how it works, it's the only thing that makes any sense for what they're doing. Because if you don't see it from a scriptural, spiritual standpoint, from Genesis chapter 6, where every thought was evil all of the time, you don't understand and you can't really get the fact that when they hook us up to an AI after they've chipped us, with nanotechnology that the AI can connect to us too just like it's scouring YouTube to control your thoughts and your actions so your thoughts and actions will be evil all the time just like it was in Genesis chapter 6 this is what Jesus our Lord and Savior said he said as it was in the days of Noah Genesis chapter 6 so shall it be upon my return guys this is all about obedience to 
the satanic group, to the Moloch, to the Baal, to the Asher, to the blood drinkers, to the Einstein people, to the Kabbalists, to the people who study the Zohar. This is what this is about. It's all about ISIS and Osiris and our nation's capital being developed and built, you know, as a pentagram to trap the seething energies of Lucifer inside of our capital, you know, with the Washington Monument being a phallic symbol. I mean, all of this crazy stuff that was involved. There's not one picture or one statue to Jesus Christ in Washington, D.C. If you look up in the Capitol Rotunda, it's all pagan gods. That's all it is. There's not one picture depiction of Christ anywhere. Because it's against the Masonic Lodge's laws, traditions, to even mention the name of Jesus in a Masonic Lodge. So, Pay attention to what's going on and realize just this is just all obfuscation. You know, we shall call his name Jesus because he is the Lamb of God and he is the Prince of Peace. And he's the one that we have to put our faith in, not Q, not Donald Trump. He's not the Messiah. Not, not this blithering idiot, senile, pedophile weirdo with his weirdo son, Joe Biden. I mean... This postal employee was grilled harder by the FBI about seeing what he saw as far as these ballots than Joe Biden's son was grilled by the FBI. That ain't right. Yeah. Anyhow, that's enough. What do you think, Oz? Well, no, you're, you're right, bud. I mean, I saw some of that info, too, as far as with these guys. I mean, straight up grilling this kid that basically has a sworn sign affidavit of what he saw directly and what he witnessed. And... um Project Veritas now has posted up the info as far as what he's come out with. And so we're seeing now more and more this information coming out about truth, but they don't want the truth out. They don't want it to be released. Because, see, I always remember the truth doesn't have to be defended. You don't have to defend the truth. You let it loose and it defends itself. That's the thing. That's why they don't want this. That's why they're censoring YouTube and pulling videos down. That's why they're going in and blocking everything that goes on Twitter now, if you talk about any of this on Facebook. The truth, it's, it's, it's like a lion. You don't have to defend it. It's there. Once you let it out, it took care of itself. They can't have it out. And this is what they're trying to do. Now we see also, too, another incident. An election worker in Clark County, Nevada, has now signed a sworn affidavit claiming mail-in ballots were illegally filled out in a Biden-Harris van outside of a polling place. Now we're starting to see that. I just saw that report earlier, so I'll be digging into that later on see what's going on with that. But always remember, when they monitor all this and the algorithms, like Dad said the other day, the movie Snowden, I just watched it last night, actually. Very, it's a, it's a creepy film, I'll just be honest with you. And it's very, very accurate about what he came out with. You can do your own research on him. And, I mean, the, the guy, Edward Stone, I mean, he's a genius. He's a, he's a tech genius. And he literally gave up everything he had, his contracts, his money, everything he had, because he wanted to give the American population, really the world, the information of what's going on, and they want, and he said this was huge. I want them to decide if they want to believe this and if they really want to go with this. He goes, I'm, I'm literally putting everything I have, including my life, on the line. Put this information out there. 
And when you start realizing, that's why I tell people with all this stuff, Ned said the same thing with these algorithms. They know exactly what they're planning on doing and what the direction it's going to go. That's why they're pushing so hard the COVID narrative now because everybody's starting to get over it and ignore it and say, okay, this whole thing's complete and total propaganda piece. You now have Andrew Cuomo, governor, basically governor of New York, Cuomo, has now blasted last night on Twitter. I mean, people were just absolutely hammering him. As he now has put out another requirement in New York, and he said he is now announcing that private residents will be limited to 10 people or fewer for the remaining future. It is illegal for more than 10 people to gather together in a private residence. Literally saying, at your home, at Christmas, at Thanksgiving, you are not allowed to have more than 10 people there. It does not matter if it's family or not. Cannot have more than 10 people, period. Now, I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. I, I really don't know. I, I, I really don't understand. And what's funny about it, he got just roasted on Twitter. And there was one guy, Ellie Bufkin, she goes, there's no indication of how any of this will be enforced whatsoever. I guess the Gestapo are coming to your Thanksgiving gathering. And somebody else wrote in there, they said, where does Kumo derive the authority to tell people how many guests they can have in their own private homes? The answer is, from his own imagination, please disregard this petty, ridiculous tyrant. Steve Crowder basically came out and said Hitler is smiling upon Kumo right now. And, I mean, he just got, he got hammered on Twitter. And the one guy's exactly right. There is no law, there is no precedent whatsoever that gives a governor the right or the ability to tell you how many people you can have in your own private home. There is none. Zero. Now, if you're talking about public settings, if you're talking about, you know, uh, government buildings, okay, there's all types of precedent you can go in and start making requirements and stuff like that. But personal homes, this is nothing more than another absolute grab of power by another tyrant that's propped up by the globalist agenda. They're testing to see how far they can take this, exactly what I just talked about before. They're algorithming, and they're watching, and they're monitoring every single thing you do. That's why I tell you, turn off your permissions on your phone. Perfect example now. This is an article that was on uh, the New York Post, and Yahoo put it out there. It says, new study reveals the locations at highest risk of spreading COVID-19. Now, the whole article is pure propaganda. It, it goes on to say, it's like, restaurants, gyms, hotels, houses of worship among, appear to be the locations that account for 80% of the infections. Okay, well, I mean, you pretty much just put almost every, like, public gathering place together. Restaurants, gyms, hotels, churches, I mean, <laughs> okay, malls, I mean, you, you add anything in there. But that's, the, the propaganda is not the reason I'm bringing this article up. The article... This is what's creepy. This study, which included researchers from Northwestern University as well as Stanford, analyzed cell phone data from 98 million Americans, million Americans in 10 major cities, including New York, Philly, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston. The researchers tracked people's movement to locations such as restaurants, cafes, grocery stores, gyms, hotels, as well as doctor's offices and churches while looking at the COVID counts in their areas. Wait a minute. Did you just hear what I said? They analyzed 98 million Americans and tracked their movements to locations. Now, I further did research on the study. You know where they got this information from? Google. Not kidding you. Google. 
Google is run by the CIA, Alphabet, the company that owns that. There's a reason why Alphabet will not be broken up. There's a reason why the Congress will never do anything about basically antitrust issues with Alphabet and Google. CIA works with Google. Google is CIA. They're one and the same. They operate independently, but they're the same entity, essentially, if that makes sense. Google is designed to do one thing, and that is to track and monitor every single thing every person does all the time. All the time. And Snowden puts a giant, clear picture of that. And he, guys, he was talking about stuff the NSA and the CIA was doing back in the late 2000s, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. And he was bringing this stuff up. It's a whole nother level now. This is why big tech and big media or excuse me, social media, have collaborated together now to censor every single thing they want. And there's no backlash because they work with the CIA and the NSA to do exactly what they are doing. So please understand your privacy, if you want it, you're going to have to expect it and you're going to have to demand it because these people will take it from you. This is why, you know, if you go to Health Masters, you don't get any pop-ups. You don't get any ads on there that go basically, oh, you need to accept your cookies. I am so sick and tired of going to independent websites and having these big blockers come up and say, you need to accept cookies if you want to go further. Oh, by the way, you can click here if you want to know what it is. You can click on it. You can click on it. They tell you all the stuff they're going to monitor you. Everything you look at everywhere you travel on the internet, every keystroke, every keyword search, every search online, every website you visit, they monitor everything you do and everywhere you go on your online presence. They follow you around like a hungry dog, trying to chop up every single thing you possibly drop on the floor. I'm sick of it, guys, and that's why I don't do it on our website. I don't have third-party cookies on there. I don't have ad trackers. I don't do any of that. Google does it for the sole purpose of monitoring everything you do. And now this article that literally just went in and said they, they track 98 million Americans, 98 million Americans to see where they went. That should be grossly troubling to everybody, especially when it comes to privacy. And that's what's going on with this app now, this contact trace app. That's all this contract trace app is about. It has nothing to do whatsoever about trying to make sure we can stop the spread or flatten the curve. Nothing at all. The, track ace, the, the, ace, the, the tracking app that they're doing is designed to monitor you everywhere you go, everybody you come in contact with, every single person you talk to, every phone that you stop next to. Remember, they didn't figure this out. Not only are the microphones and cameras and all the stuff they turn on with these apps with the permissions, whenever you come in contact with another person, both of you have your phones on you, you stop and start talking. Even if they can't gather the verbiage because the microphone may be muffled because it's in a purse or a backpack or so forth, they track and monitor how long you interacted with that individual, how close you were to that individual. They have the proximity sensors in these phones now via Bluetooth. They can see how close you got to each person. This is nuts what we're dealing with now. And this is why I've encouraged everybody Make sure you're doing everything you can to get this information out there. Now, whether or not you care about your privacy or freedom, that's a different story. Everybody's got their own, own preferences and own convictions. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not okay with any of this stuff. And the further it goes down this line, the further we allow it to go, and the same thing goes with the mask. The masks, again, are another sign that we have been completely and totally 
dominated as slaves now. That's what it's all about. That's why they put masks on and gags on and muzzles on individuals that they conquer, the prisoners of war. They do that. That is something that's gone on for thousands of years. They're showing us that they've conquered the United States, and the American populace are so soft now, they're willing to believe anything and everything. And think about this for one second. The same media that's pushing the rhetoric, we've got to wear masks, we've got to wear masks, you've got to wear masks, you've got to wear masks to save lives, you've got to wear masks for everybody else's protection, is the exact same media that's now saying the office of the president-elect is going to have a press conference now and talk about his, what's going on. The same ones that said Biden is the president-elect, that literally the same individuals that promoted and pushed on election night six battleground states that quit counting on election night. Quick counting, and they happen to all be Democratic governor controlled states. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Nevada, mysteriously quick counting at midnight altogether on election night. I told you I called that guy when I saw it. The same media that promoted this and continued to push the lie and the more lie and more lie are the same ones that are telling you to wear a mask. I pretty much can, I'm pretty much convinced now that about 99.9% of everything on mainstream media now, if it is not a complete and total bold-faced lie, it is manipulated propaganda in order to get you to follow orders and do what you're told. Now, again, that's just my opinion. But once you start doing enough research and you realize what they're doing and what they're monitoring, this is why the whole child sex trafficking thing just rubs me so raw when I get so angry about it. I'm not going to go off on it right now, but like Dad was saying, with the whole Q thing, Trump is battling the sex trafficking pedophilia. He's working tirelessly every single day to expose this. Now, here's my million-dollar question. Nobody's been able to answer this yet. We know the NSA gathers about three to five billion emails, phone calls, and conversations of every single American all across the country every single year. We know that they literally watch and listen and spy on every single thing you do all the time. We know that Google data logs and monitors everything you do on your computer and your phone. We know the NSA has a giant Utah data gathering center on every single individual in the world they have a file on. But we miraculously can't seem to stop the six to 700,000 children that get abducted and brought into sex child trafficking every single year. Just can't, can't figure out how to stop it. Just can't, you know, we can't track anybody down. We can find some guy that's dragging a camel through the desert and has a cell phone in his pocket, and that's allegedly some hardcore terrorist leader in the Middle East, and we can bomb him and his entire family on the presumption that he may have done something illegal some point in his life, but we can't seem to find six to seven to 800,000 children that disappear in the United States every single year, according to the FBI. I'm going to call BS on that right now. So again, if people don't start getting this truth out there and start asking questions and start spreading the truth, we are going to lose the republic because it is literally within a gnat's breath of disappearing right now, Dad. Wow, I can tell you watched that movie Snowden last night, which I highly recommend to everybody. I mean, it's just uh, the first time you watch that movie, because I've watched it twice now, the first time you watch it, it's like a, it's like a slap upside the head. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those. It, no, it, it, it's like somebody walks up to you and you're basically daydreaming, and they just whack you. Now, I'm not talking with a fist, but they slap you right in the side of the face as hard as they can slap you. And you know, you're thinking like, "What the heck just hit me?" And you're like, "That's that's real. That's real." 
Well, yeah, because that movie was done by Oliver Stone. It's very real. Now, Oliver Stone gets in these interviews, okay? And, you know, he, remember, he's probably a Kabbalist, right? But he's probably trying not to do that anymore. I don't know. Who knows? These guys are all so weird when they get up in that levels. You know, but all of a sudden he starts to wake up and he starts putting this stuff out about JFK. He starts putting this stuff out now about Snowden. And all of a sudden we have this movie comes out that really exposes the NSA data. And Austin's right. We can't stop $1.5 trillion in money being laundered via drugs and basically organized crime networks. And we're listening to every single conversation of everybody in the world. How stupid is that? I don't believe any of that stuff. It's just that that's not a focal point of the NSA or the CIA because they're being funded by that. I mean, why would they shut down their own funding? I mean, you know, the other night on the movie, he actually had, had, had gone in and had done some stuff in, you know, in human resources and gone into their CIA could be hacked. And they said, that's not your position. You don't do that. You do what we tell you to do. And, and he was, well, this is my position to see we're vulnerable. No, you don't do that again. We're going to give you a, a derog for that. We're going to basically give you a demerit in your file. But I was just trying to do it. No! Okay? So they're told. And remember, these guys are held together like the teacher unions are through pensions. If you do what you're supposed to be and you're a good little slave, we're going to give you a pension. And we're going to let you live the rest of your life basically in ease, having known that you've served your country well and that you're part of the solution, not part of the problem. And these guys start believing this stuff until they get caught up in Benghazi. And you watch that movie, 12 Hours or whatever it was, and all of a sudden you find out that 13 they're hours. Kill, 13 hours, that they're willing to kill their own people just because they're trying to cover their own tracks. And a whole bunch of those CIA boys and girls who were involved in that movie, they resigned from the CIA because they realized there was no loyalty. And then what happens is these people who resign, many times they commit suicide. Many times they're bankrupted. Many times they go away and they're very, very quiet. They never divulge anything and they can live their lives out basically in secrecy. But there are all kinds of things that are incentives, including these, you cannot talk about any of this or we're going to sue you into oblivion and put you in prison under, under the National Security Act. That's what they tell these guys when they get out. So they just shut up. They don't talk about it. So when we start talking about stuff like this, it's pretty out there. Now, there's a really good article that was written. It was by Donald Monaco. They said they see he claims to be a political analyst who lives in in Buffalo, and it says he was radicalized by the Vietnam War, and he writes from an anti-imperialist, anti-capitalist perspective, which means he's probably communist. He's probably a socialist. And I read his article last night, and it says the election of Joseph Biden, the continuity of plutocratic rule. Now, plutocratic means the rule by the wealthy, and he goes on to say this article has both sides of this. It's written really well, but it's got a communist bias to it. I posted it on the website because I thought it was an interesting read. I'll read you part of it. It goes, there are 70 million furious people in America. They voted for Donald Trump and they lost, which they didn't lose, but he's putting that in there. Joseph Biden was elected president by a razor-thin margin. He says, but Biden's vibe, victory was, 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 was bad. His party lost seven seats in the House of Representatives and missed an opportunity to gain control of the Senate. And he goes, the continued paralysis caused by a bitter partisan chasm that began Republicans won control of the Senate during Obama's presidency and intensified when Democrats in the White House basically voted to impeach Trump will continue to deepen and prolong a crisis of political legitimacy in Washington. This says Biden must stabilize plutocratic rule wealth, by the wealthy, right, in a country that has been unsettled by its contentious presidency, presidency of Donald Trump. And it says Biden will fail. It says Biden's party has no solution for the structural crisis of capitalism 
that it helped create by implementing along with other Republican counterparts. And it goes on and really, it really promotes basically is what he's promoting is basically uh, Bernie Sanders because he wants a full communist basically takeover in the United States. But you can read through this. It's very, very well written. I'm not going to waste any more time reading it but and on the air, but you guys can read through it and, and let me know what you think about that. Now, let me give you a couple of health articles real quick. A new study just came out and said that when women have C-sections, that it's really, really, really unhealthy to do that because of what it causes in the children. And, and it says that, you know, when you have these C-sections, you have all kinds of problems because the child doesn't have the ability to get the nutrient that the, uh, the get, get exposed to the uh, to the bacteria that's in the mother, mother's you know vaginal canal when it's being born, and so we see all of this stuff now as far as why these kids who are born via C-section. By the way, some hospitals, fifty percent of the children are born via C-section. Now, why does that happen? Yep. Well, a lot of it's for the safety of the kid. I will say that, and a lot of it's because the doctor had a golf game. Yeah, did I just say that? I did say that, didn't I? The doctor has a golf game, so they don't have time to wait for the mother to go into labor, so they would rather go ahead and just deliver the baby the easy way and not have a risk of a lawsuit if the baby has a problem in the birth canal. But the natural birth is a lot healthier for kids than having a birth basically via C-section. Always remember that, and I know a lot of my listeners right now, they're basically you know, pregnant, and so they're they're going to have to deal with some of this if they go to hospital for hospital delivery. But here's the article. It says, Babies born via C-section have more than double the risk of developing asthma and allergies because they miss out on beneficial germs for the mother's birth canal. In addition to that, now we're seeing that other studies are showing that vitamin D massively reduces the risks of coronavirus. And omega-3 supplements are saying that too. Now, they don't mention in here about potassium iodide or vitamin C, they don't mention those at all, or zinc, which they need to be continuing to talk about that also when they discuss this. But we need to realize, guys, that you know health is really, 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 really important for all of us. And if we don't do what we need to do from a health standpoint, we're going to have all kinds of health issues. Now they're finding out that vitamin D3 basically is a hormone. Well, lanolin for that. And you have to make sure you have enough D3 in your body for your immune system to work properly. Another article just came out, and it says now that they're proving again that cell phones threaten the brain, yet the experts continue to call it a conspiracy theory. I mean, we know that cell phones held next to your head are basically a little microwave. They put a radio frequency out. It's a type of non-ionizing radiation. And it's been shown in the studies that this type of radiation can promote cancer by increasing oxidative stress and DNA damage and altering protein structure and expression in the brain. And so all of this stuff is something that we need to take a look at all of the time. But, guys, I want you to know something. I love you. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely amazing to me. And if we can ever help you at Health Masters, please call us. Thank you for supporting us. And guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning, and it's always my pleasure. Austin, finish it up, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And one thing I want to add in there as well, especially in pregnant women, folate is very, very important as well as far as for neurological development and development of the myelin sheath. It goes over the nerves, uh, especially real, not just folic acid, real folate. We have the MTHF5 folate, which is the most bioactive form of folate. It's methyl tetrahydrofolate. That is extremely 
strong formula and very good. Lana hammered that product along with the prenatals and the cod and the magnesium brain food when she was pregnant. And, you know, we have unbelievably healthy, smart kids. Um, another thing, too, that I wanted to add on this with the C-sections in the hospital, there's a movie, for you know, this, and this is basically directed primarily towards my families and, you know, couples that are looking at having kids, mothers. I did a ton of research on this and so did Lana. C-sections are primarily done in the hospital for the exact reason Dad said. A, they generate more money. B, they're super fast, and they keep the schedule going on, t on tap with the nurses and the doctors. What happens is in most cases, as soon as the baby isn't born as fast as the doctor wants it and you've got a, you know, a birth that's going on for hours, they immediately move to C-section because they said it's taking too long. That's generally not the best thing to do whatsoever. The problem with a lot of women do is they go to the hospital entirely too early, and so they burn themselves out pushing when they're not ready. There's a movie called The Business of Being Born. I suggest you watch it if you're expecting mom and you're trying to figure out what to do. This is why Lana and I both used, we used a midwife both times for both children. The midwife is right down the road from Lakeland Hospital. If an emergency arrived, they have everything prepped and ready on deck. They know exactly how long it takes to get there, how long it takes for an ambulance to arrive. And so you have basically, it's midwife center. It's, it's like a house, essentially, uh, completely natural. They don't push you to do vaccines. They don't do C-sections there, period. So if there's an emergency, you do have to go to the hospital. But what a lot of people fail to realize is the C-section should be and always should be the very last ditch resort effort. Now, I know a lot of people, have, you know, a lot of women have had them, and it is what it is. Once it's done, it's, it's done. It, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it at that point. But always try to do the best you can to prevent it from happening and try to make sure you understand your doctor and what's going on if you decide to go that route and make it very well known that this is not going to be a, oh, I just want to go and have a C-section real quick. It should be used as a last-ditch effort because there's a lot of issues that can arise from that. So, again, just do your research on it. Be sure to check out the website at Health Masters if you guys need anything at all. We're continuing to just get more information out the much we can. We're now starting to see, I told you guys, that Dominion voting systems, they were the ones used in all 159 Georgia counties. Dominion classified their presence in Georgia as a statewide voting system rollout. We're now starting to find out that this Dominion program is incredibly corrupt. This is the program, by the way, if you guys heard the glitches, some of which were in Michigan, uh, Georgia, every single voting system in each county had the Dominion. What's crazy about it, if you do enough research, Dominion leads you to Smartmatic, another sister company that owns it, which leads you to Mark Mollick Brown, who's basically a key individual in that company, and he is basically rubs elbows and is a great friend of George Soros. Can't even make this up. And now we're starting to see that people are coming forward now from Dominion and basically signing affidavits that basically there is blatant voter fraud with this platform. And what's crazy about it, listen to this, Texas rejected the use of Dominion this year in their voting systems and has on other previous occasions citing security concerns. Texas said, nope, we don't want Dominion here. The state investigators found that model Democracy 5.5A could be connected to the Internet through Ethernet ports. This is what Texas found out. So all you have to do is plug in an Ethernet cable into the Dominion ballot counter and you literally can hack into it. I mean, basic hackers. I mean, somebody that can hack a Facebook can essentially hack it. There's, there's hardly any firewall in these programs, by the way, that we're finding out now. It's, it's retarded easy. They can hack in 
and literally change numbers and change ballots. It's fine. I mean, just go in. Okay, Donald Trump has 5,672 votes, and Biden has 2,000. No, Biden doesn't have 2,000. Biden has 22,000. Boom, done. That fast. That's why they figured this out in uh, Georgia and the other one, I think, in Michigan, when they went in and said, we have X amount of votes, but we only had X amount of ballots. The ballots and the votes did not match up. So obviously, you have a key problem with that, and they're trying to claim glitch. Complete and total bulldog is what that is. They got their butts caught in a sling, so now what do you do? Oh, it was a glitch in the system. We don't know how it happened. How do you have a platform that's supposed to be completely autonomous that works on its own, and you have a different amount of votes and a different amount of ballots? They don't match. How does that happen? The only way that happens is fraud. That's not a glitch. These systems aren't AI. They don't go in and change the votes automatically. They get plugged into an Internet, and they get hacked. So we're going to keep bringing this information up. I mean, every time I get more news that I know is true, I'm going to keep getting this information to you guys right now. Regardless what happens, I know pretty much when they flip it back to Trump, it's going to go sideways. I'm telling you right now, get prepped. It's going to go sideways fast. But regardless, I am not going to sit idly by and be silent while I watch a republic stolen and an election completely fraudulent. I won't do it. So, again, thank you for the support. The magnesium brain food, if you guys saw, is on sale right now. Got a fresh batch of it in on November super sale, over 12% off right now. I know everybody loves the magnesium brain food. Great product on the website. Food buckets on sale with the two-pack and the four-pack and also the B-Complex one product of the week. So we got a lot of specials and stuff going on, on the website right now. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Give us a call. Thank you for everything you do and you continue to do. Have a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.